This episode is brought to you by Novilla Mattresses. I consider Grandpa Joe from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory to be my arch nemesis. Even though I say this, I know we have one thing in common. That is, we both have a hard time getting out of bed in the morning. For Grandpa Joe, that's because he is a bad person. For me, it's because I sleep on a mattress made by Novilla, today's sponsor. Meet their Bliss Organic Memory Foam Mattress. Perfect for those who want a cool, dry, undisturbed sleep throughout the night made with organic bamboo charcoal fiber, excellent motion isolation, cooling gel-infused memory foam that fits all bed frames and is reasonably priced between $179 and $369. Perfect for if you want an inexpensive mattress for you, your children, or even for your guest room. Like I said, I personally sleep on a Novilla mattress, and it has done wonders for me. Throw out that cheap Walmart mattress you got in college and get yourself a mattress made by Novilla. Using promo code SHWEEZY or the link in our description, you can save 10% on any purchase through Novilla directly. Become just like Grandpa Joe on a Novilla mattress today. Again, that's 10% off using promo code SHWEEZY. A reminder, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Welcome, one and all, to yet another best episode of Cancel Shweezy, the best podcast that, uh, that has ever been made, the the great, the Lord's trademark favorite podcast. What is up? Welcome to the show today, everyone. Uh, like I said, today is going to be our best episode we've ever made, so don't at me on that. Don't question the viability of what the best episode of Cancel Shweezy can and would and will be. Because it's already been decided that uh, this is already uh, the best podcast, uh, the Lord's trademark favorite podcast that has ever been made. Welcome to the show today, everyone. Welcome behind uh, this beautiful exposed brick wall here yet again, uh, just describing my background for the audio people. Sometimes I forget because uh, you like a majority of the editing is filming and then we rip the audio from it. But I, I forget a lot of times that uh, a lot of people only hear my voice. They don't see my voice. They, they don't, they only see uh, the imagination of my body naked. I have to imagine you're seeing me naked with my Hank Hill ass, uh, my, my gut, uh, and everything else. But welcome. Welcome one and all to the show today. Like I said, uh, best episode ever. Best episode, episode 81. Uh, We have never done a better episode than the one we're about to do today. And you, you know it, I know it, he, she, we, they, them knows it. And, uh, yeah, my hair's, like, good on volume, but it's, uh, a little weird. Last week I was, like, touching my hair so fucking much, and it's, like, I'm doing the TikToks, and I'm, like, waiting for someone to comment on TikTok that I, uh, touched my hair too much, and, uh, no one did. Uh, everyone got mad because I said Christian bullshit. And I was like, "That's I'm not even Christian and I'm offended. And then most people were like, we don't care. <laughs> most most people were like, we don't care. And then I posted those why Republicans are bad people. And that lit up a few people's. We're not bad people. I'm like, you kind of are. Uh, but anyways, we have a podcast today. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, if you are new to the show today, I just want to introduce myself. I'm Shweezy. Most of you 
and by most of you, I mean your moms, uh, probably know me as the Foreplay King. And, uh, and uh, yeah, so uh, I have music out everywhere. It's like you take the cancel out of cancel Shweezy, and you just type in Shweezy, and I'm on anywhere that most people stream music at, so you can go check me out there. Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, Deezer, uh, Deez Nuts. Uh, got him uh, wherever you are listening to podcasts these days. I'll be there, and I will be there. 100% to be able to be something you can listen to. Did I say everywhere podcasts you can listen to? I mean, everywhere you can stream music. I hope I said that right. I'm not going back and checking, so I hope I said that right. This is a <coughs> one-take show, minus we do three takes for each individual segment. Well, regardless, though, we, yeah, it's a, uh, it's, it, it's, we're on a tight schedule here. We don't have time. We don't do a lot of editing. Uh, but, uh, yeah, go check out my music. You can check me out on social media as well, at the Shweezy. That's wherever you get your social media needs. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Uh, I think those are the, all the active ones I use. But, uh, yeah, I know I post TikTok constantly. I try to post more than just show clips. So hopefully not all of you are bored. I posted one today about the Napoleon Dynamite uh, TV series that only lasted five episodes because a lot of people just did not like that shit. I absolutely adored it and i wish they'd bring it bring it back bring back the napoleon dynamite animated show it was the best um so yeah i forgot to say uh cancel shweezy is the only podcast where you put your whole shwissy into it shwissy isn't like shweezy pussy um anyway so yeah and the other social medias i would like to include is twitch twitch.tv slash the shweezy uh, where you can go check me out. I stream every Thursdays and other days sometimes. Uh, you just got to check me out on Instagram at the Shweezy uh, for all of that because that's when I, uh, I I stream. I think is Fall Guys out now on free on everything. Uh, let's let's Google that. Fall Guys free to play. Uh, here's when Fall Guys begin to play. When will Fall Guys be free? June 21st. That's tomorrow, right? Yeah, that's tomorrow. So I'm probably going to play Fall Guys on, uh, tomorrow, as in the day I'm recording this on June 20th. Uh, tomorrow, I will, I guess, Thursday, Thursday, tomorrow, if you're listening this day of, uh, I will be playing, uh, Fall Guys and, uh, trying out a whole bunch of other shit, too. Uh, so don't be stingy. Make sure you subscribe. Uh, if you have an Amazon Prime account, what you can always go ahead and do, uh, you can connect it to your Twitch account. Uh, you basically get that for free, a Twitch Prime for free. Following anyone on Twitch is free, but if you want to subscribe to, to someone, which is a great way to financially support someone, uh, you can always go ahead and do that. Uh, our subscribe is typically $5, and you get one free subscribe uh, when you uh, connect it with your Amazon Prime account. So that's five extra dollars that Jeff Bezos gets unless you subscribe uh, to Shweezy over on uh, Twitch. So don't be stingy. Uh, just, and you can also check out our Patreon page. It's a great way to financially support us and say thank you for being a friend, especially in a world where we don't know where our next all our money's coming from. So, yeah, so uh, be cool. Be cool to your school or whatever. Be cool to your school. Fuck my school. Um you can always do all the free shit, like I said. Uh, liking, if you're on the YouTube page, or especially for those listening right now, uh, go on your YouTube page. Uh, make sure you like our episodes and our highlights. Uh, subscribe to the show, especially on YouTube. We're trying to build up that algorithm. We're infiltrating algorithms, like I always like to say. Uh, if you there's a highlight you want to share with a friend, make sure you share with a friend. Sharing is caring. If, uh, if anything has taught us anything, sharing is caring. 
So we definitely have to make sure we're continuing to do that, sharing the show. That way everyone knows when and if we are doing a show. Uh, Audio-only platforms, obviously, go ahead, leave us a review. Give us a 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 starting. That's the free stuff you can do. You don't have to spend any money. You can be like, I'm poor, I'm broke, I'm homeless. Uh, homeless people can share Cancel Shweezy. It's, it's not against their creed. It's not against their livelihood. So, uh, yeah, so... Uh, don't don't be stingy. Everyone take a drink. We, if you learn anything from the Cancel Shweezy drinking game is now you got to take a drink. All right. Anyways, though, let's get on with the show. The show must go on. Um, next up, we got previous week right now. What is previous week right now? You may be asking. Well, uh, we will be going over the previous week right now, as in all the news I found important uh, this week that I need to be discussing disgusting discussing and uh yeah so uh i don't think there's anything other than that let's take a sip of diet coke and let's get into the fucking news all right uh i hit the mic several times late show production team arrested at u.s capitol while filming television stunt the police at the United States Capitol have arrested members of a production team for the CBS show The Late Show with Stephen Colbert, who were filming a segment featuring a salty canine puppet voiced by comedian Robert Smeagol. Uh, the Capitol Police said on Friday they had arrested seven people in a hallway of the Capitol building on Thursday night. At a time when the building was closed to visitors, the people had been told to leave the building earlier in the day. The police said CBS said that Triumph, the insult comic dog, the puppet that Mr. Smeagol has voiced for several years, has been at the Capitol on Thursday with the production team when they were detained by the police. At the time of the arrest, the team had finished pre-arranged interviews with members of Congress and were filming final comedy elements in the building's hallways for an upcoming segment on The Late Show. Uh, the seven people were later charged with unlawful entry, and an investigation is now underway in consultation with Matthew M. Graves, the U.S. attorney from the District of Columbia. The Capitol Police said, adding that more criminal charges may be filed. Mr. Graves' office could not immediately be reached for comment on Friday night. Uh, the arrest in the Longworth House office building occurred at a time when Congress is holding televised hearings into the January 6, 2021 attack in which supporters of President John Donald J. Trump violently stormed the Capitol complex. Word of the arrest was sure to provide weekend fodders for pundits, comedians, and politicians. Some social media users said it was ironic that the production team members might be punished more than some of those involved in last year's attacks. Uh, the Fox News host Tucker Carlson took a different view, saying on Friday night that the Mr. Colbert's producers had committed insurrection at the U.S. Capitol building. It's exactly like what happened on January 6th, so we'll take a close look at what the punishments are, he told Fox viewers. Liz Cheney, call your office, Mr. Carlson added, referring to the Republican congresswoman from Wyoming and the vice chairman, uh, vice chairwoman of the committee investigating last year's attack. We've got another committee to impanel. Mr. Smeagol, the comedian who plays Triumph the Insult Comic Dog, could not be reached for comment on Friday night. Uh, I was like, it would be funny if they just said Triumph the Insult Comic Dog. Well, the public couldn't reach comment uh, and had been at the Capitol with a production team on both Wednesday and Thursday. The network declined to provide further information about the arrest, nor would it say when the segment featuring Mr. Smeagol's canine puppet would air. Mr. Smeagol is a former writer for Saturday Night Live and Late Night with Conan O'Brien and his puppets is an irreverent, cigar-charming reporter who sometimes roams the hall of American power. Days after 2016 presidential election, Mr. Colbert introduced Triumph on his show as an old friend and a veteran of the campaign trail, a true man, Mandarin of his business, and a toy Rottweiler. 
In a 2016 election special that year, Triumph had described himself as an insult comic. That's the wave of the future, he told the Republican presidential candidate Mike Huckabee. That's what Trump is doing. In February 2020 segment of Mr. Colbert's Late Show, Triumph visited the U.S. Capitol and joined a scrum of reporters around Senator Mitt Romney, Republican of Utah. Hey, Mitt, he said, I'm a dog journalist. Can I get a ride home on your roof? Mr. Romney did not reply. Later, then Triumph tried to enter a secure area to the Capitol building. A security guard told him that he did not have an actus. I'm here to report on the very important waste of time going on in the chamber, he replied. Uh, okay, so, I mean, we, there's, I mean, there's a couple things we could talk about here. Um, first of all, let's go over what the fuck... Uh, fucking what Tucker Carlson was fucking saying. Tucker Carlson, formerly bow tie wear until uh, John Stewart uh, roasted him so hard he never wore a bow tie again. That's the that's the story. If you didn't know, but uh, so we're we're hearing uh, so he he believes we're telling you here either unless he's playing an act uh and he's doing it just for it uh because I feel like Tucker Carlson. Uh, is not, uh, or he's he's under some agenda, uh, but he believes that uh, fuck this fucking puppet uh, triumph the insult comic dog. Tucker Carlson believes that a a, a dog puppet uh, actually uh, committed insurrection. Now he also believes. Uh, that people storming the Capitol uh, and wanting to legitimately murder Nancy Pelosi. He does not believe that is an insurrection. Those are patriots, but uh, a, a, cart, a, a puppet dog commits an insurrection. Let's, let's just make that clear of how fucking dumb Tucker Carlson is uh, because uh, that man has to be so dumb. I am, I'm surprised he even knows how to read on his teleprompter. Let's just be honest. I'm surprised he, he even knows how to do that. Um, next, I guess we're talking about the actual arrest. So I understand, uh, where the Capitol police do, assuming they're better than real police. Uh, but, um, assuming, cause you know, some of them may have a little shell shock of, or being a little worried about anything. Uh, they're just being, and especially at this time, cause I guess they're talking about the doing trials for the insurrection. So the idea would be uh, they're kind of probably having to be on their A game right now because there's probably uh, more dumbasses who did not make it, like who who did not get arrested and are trying again. We're like, stop, stop this. We we are we're we're clear. It was Antifa, and uh, yeah, I don't think it was Antifa. I don't think. Uh, yeah, Antifa is gonna stage that that shit. That's not how they would do. Um, but. So, like, I kind of get, like, you know, they're probably on edge because, you know, they're expecting some attack and stuff like that. But, uh, but also, I'm thinking here, don't, don't you get, like, a press release kind of type of thing with, you know, the Capitol building? Because I'm like, I assume, like, if a CNN reporter or anything similar to that, and, like, they see a camera, uh, they clearly see a puppet and a dog. Like, they, they clearly know they're trying to, like, make content or some, something similar to that. They're, like, they know they're trying to make some sort of content. Wouldn't they, like, keep in mind that they're they're probably with a station? Like, CBS probably, they have a news station, right? Like, CBS could have gotten, like, 
you know, press access to these, like these seven people could have got press access. Why were they just going there on a whim and like trying to do this shit? There's a lot of, there's a lot of problems, a lot of interesting things. I'm kind of curious about how this is going to like roll out. We're rolling out Niners drive-ins and dives. Uh, so I'm going to, yeah, I am kind of curious how this is going to turn out, but, uh, I don't know. What do y'all think? Do you, do you think, do you still think Tucker Carlson's a fucking dumbass or do you just think he can't read or doesn't know anything? Um, Okay. Uh, man says he spent $8,500 a year on Pepsi addiction, according to Newsweek. A supermarket worker who spent $8,500 a year on guzzling 30 cans of Pepsi a day for two decades said he had been cured after he was hypnotized. Andy Curry, 41, downed a liter of the fizzy drink every morning and drank a further nine liters a day. Uh, the Britain has... The Brighton... Is it Bright? Uh... The Britain has sipped an estimated 219,000 cans of Pepsi, nearly 18,000 pounds of sugar, or the equivalent of 7 million sugar cubes, Jesus, since he started drinking it in his 20s. Curry from Bangor, a city northern Wales, said, I've always loved the taste of a cold Pepsi. Nothing could beat it, and I just got hooked. I work nights, so always like the sugar rush to keep me going. I'd go for through four or five liter, two liter bottles of Pepsi every day. Because I work at Tesco, I could just buy it straight after work and take it home. Curry, who is married to wife Sarah, 39, said he she spent $25 a day on Pepsi, amounting to around $8,500 per year. He added, it cost me a fortune, to be honest. I could have bought a car every year for the same amount I was spending on Pepsi. I just needed to have it. As soon as I woke up, i go to the fridge and pour myself a large glass of Pepsi and just carry on through the day. I remember going to weddings and birthdays, and while other people had glasses of champagne, I'd be toasting people with a can of fizzy pop. Uh, Curry decided to take drastic action after he ballooned to 266 pounds, and his doctor warned him he was at risk becoming diabetic. Through exercise and diet, he managed to lose 28 pounds, but he couldn't stop drinking Pepsi. He contacted London-based therapist and hypnotist uh, David Kilmurray, who identified Curry as having an avoidant restrictive food intake disorder, Afrid. Amazingly, after just one online hypnotherapy session, Curry was cured and drank water for the first time in two decades. Jeez, he never drank water. Uh, in the four weeks, he dropped a further 14 pounds and is remarkably more healthy. Curry said David met me online and hypnotized me for about 40 minutes. I don't know what he said, but afterwards, I just didn't want to drink it anymore. I've got two... I still got two cans of Pepsi in my fridge, which I was going to have before the session, but didn't have time. I haven't touched them in a month and don't plan to. I prefer water now. My wife, Sarah, says my skin looks better and I've got so much more energy. I like walking now and me and Sarah are planning to climb Mount Snowden uh, in the... Uh, summer. Kill Murray said, I was horrified at Andy's disclosure of drinking 10 liters of Pepsi a day. That was by far the worst sugar addiction I've ever heard of. Resigned to addiction, Andy was overweight, anxious, and struggled to get his words out because he was so breathless. This kind of addiction is very strange and puts huge pressure on your vital organs. Andy was pre-diabetic and needed to change quickly before heart disease and potential pancreatic cancer took him. It became a poison and a crutch to him. Since working with him, I am delighted to see him drinking water and healthy drinks. So, uh, here's, here's the thing. So, like, I, I get people, you know, drink soda in, like, America. It's, like, so easy. And, uh, you know, I, I, I drink, I like to drink Diet Coke, um. I do it because it's zero calories. And uh, funny enough, I saw this woman on TikTok. I guess I'll, I'll play her who, who quit Diet Coke for some time. So I used to drink excessive amounts of Diet Coke. Like Diet Coke ran through my veins. 
I haven't had a drop of Diet Coke in a month. I want to share the changes that I've observed within the last month. First one is my health has been unchanged. I'm less happy. Haven't lost a pound. My one source of happiness is eliminated. The journey of not drinking Diet Coke is not worth it, people. And so, you know, I, I'm, I'm no, and like I would drink soda all the time if like I drink Mountain Dew like all the time if it was okay for me, but uh, too many calories, too much sugar. And I'm like Diet Coke. I don't even know if Diet Coke's that much better. People are like the this artificial sweetener they use for it is not that good. It's not good for you. But uh, yeah, I've also noticed that if I try to lose weight, I don't think like sugar free soda like helps at all. I feel like it slows your metabolism or my metabolism. Maybe, maybe not for everyone. So I'm dieting, I try to stay away. I'll just drink, like, if I want caffeine, I'll just drink, like, black coffee or something like that. Um, I just, I don't know how this guy is alive. I mean, obviously, he was barely, he was barely making it soon. Uh, and so, like, he first lost 28 pounds, like, with proper diet and exercise. That was 28 pounds. Like, you know, uh, you can, like, if you, so say you, there's something in your, you know, you're dieting, but there's, like, something you don't want to give up. Like, you can work around it. Like, there's a way, you know, it's just uh, calorie intake. So, uh, but, you know, it, it's funny. Like, he, he lost 28 pounds without drinking Pepsi. Like, still drinking Pepsi. He still lost 28 pounds. So, people who, who drink, but he's, like, people are like, uh, not everyone can lose weight that easy. I'm like, yes, you can. Uh, this guy lost 28 pounds and drank a, a shit ton of Pepsi a day. Like, he, he drank a ton of sugar every day. Like, you can you can lose weight, so I, I hate hearing people who really go oh, can't. Not everyone can just lose weight easy. Yes, you can. It's called it's basically math, and just don't starve yourself. People don't do that either. I'm not telling you to starve yourself. But then, then we notice here he lost another 14 pounds when he quit drinking Pepsi. He just lost like 14 pounds like easy after just quitting soda. Like it's incredible. Like people don't understand how bad soda is for people, and that's the I mean that's the amazing thing. Like once I like. There's no, there's like, there, you could look at me, like just videos of me. It's like when I was drinking too much sugar added soda versus when I wasn't. And like, you could tell like my weight, you just drop weight if you stop drinking soda. It's, it's pretty remarkable. People, so if you have a problem losing weight, don't drink sugar soda. That's uh, soda with sugar in it. Like that's, you know, uh, I like how he's like, he's like he's refused to drink diet pepsi like fuck diet pepsi everybody like uh you know like they have pepsi products i'm just like i'll just get mountain dew it's just like like i'm not gonna drink a diet pepsi like fuck diet pepsi. i don't even know why you like regular pepsi uh the only thing pepsi is good for is to uh create peace between black lives matter and police that's like the only thing pepsi is good for as we've all uh, learned and as we learned my nose is itching like a motherfucker right now so how this guy is alive, he spent $25. I don't know. I, isn't... Okay, so let, let me, I'm just thinking here before we move on to our next article. If, if you're spending $25 a day on soda, wouldn't it make more sense? There's a cheaper way to do spend less than $25 a day on soda. Let me see how much a keg of Pepsi. How much is a keg of Pepsi? Um, five gallon keg, Cornelius Pepsi style, uh, ball lock, corny keg. Okay, I want to like, um, buy fountain Pepsi. 
Okay, so Pepsi, five gallons, soft drink. Uh, so we're, I'm looking here. So, uh, so saying like the five pound Pepsi, I guess, you know, if you, you would have to invest in like a water type of fountain. I'm seeing on Amazon a five gallon kind of keg thing that you use for like a water fountain. That's $209, five gallons. Um, how many liters in a gallon? Thank you, Google. Uh, so one gig is three liters. Is that really it? Oh, okay, so, but it's different, because this is just, like, the Pepsi syrup. Um, um, okay, five-gallon in box syrup, mix with them. 30 gallons of soda, so you get 30 gallons of soda. Um, so, what was it, like, God damn it! I'm doing math on this show. Fuck this, this segment, everyone's like, this is some fucking gourmet, fucking, some gourmet, uh, Okay, so $209 for the serve. I bet you could probably buy it wholesale somewhere else. Uh, <clears throat> okay, so we got 30 gallons, and then that's divided by $209.99. Uh, no, okay. I, I, I did it wrong. Sorry. I haven't. I, I've been. <laughs> I haven't been in school for like 10 years. Uh, that's divided by 30 gallons. So I got that six ninety-nine a gallon. Uh, so about set. He's spending like $7 a gallon. Three liters make a gallon. So. Okay, I don't know. But anyways, though, no, I think he should just get a soda machine. I think that's going to be, I think that would have made their problems a lot easier. Um, and, buddy, maybe maybe switch to Diet Coke. I don't know. Maybe that's the problem. All right, from CNN, sexy trash cans. Uh, this Swedish city is taking a risque approach to garbage. The Swedish city Malmö, Malmö, I'm going to call it Momo, is taking dirty talk to a whole new level in its latest effort to clean up the streets by installing talking garbage cans that dish out racy audio messages after being fed trash, authorities are hoping for an increase in rubbish being deposited. Pedestrians that drop trash into one of two bins on the city's uh, Davin Shalbron Bridge are rewarded with extremely positive feedback with a sultry female voice who offer a range of responses. Oh, right there, yes. Uh, come back soon and do that again in mm, a bit more to the left next time. Feature among the program messages. Uh, while the subjective approach is a fresh tactic, trash cans with voices are not a new addition in Sweden's third largest city. In 2017, the city council brought 18 talking cans, though the, today only two still speak, according to uh, CNN affiliate Expressen. Um, during the pandemic, they tanked depositors for adhering to social distancing regulations for a new era calls for a new method the city road department section chief believes. Momo has long been renowned uh, as a pioneer in eco-friendly living, so its latest innovation should perhaps come as no surprise. The city's eco-drive is epitomized by Bo-01 City of Tomorrow, a project launched in 2001 that has transformed a polluted, defunct shipyard in the city into a green, sustainable living district. All energy needs for homes, shopping, and office buildings in the area are met with renewable sources with food waste converted to biogas to run local businesses. So, here's the thing here. 
um, with the the sexy trash cans, as they would, as the kids are saying. Um, this is only f- this is only appealing uh, to uh, people who are sexually attracted to trash cans and uh, goofballs like me. Who who would be like, oh, harder, daddy. Oh, you know, just like, <laughs> to make me giggle and shit like that. Um, that's what it's all, that's all it is, like, good for. Like, I don't know, I don't know whose idea is it. You know what's going to make people throw their trash away? Uh, getting them horny as they throw trash away. Like, let's try to get people horny uh, when they throw their trash away. That's my idea. Uh, to do this, uh, maybe that's the reason why. Maybe that's the only thing that can help us out. Maybe that's the only thing that's going to be able to uh, to do this. Um, but I mean, like, I guess they're like thinking in the right. Thing. Let's let's get, let's try to be eco friendly. Let's try to make a better society. Um, but let's be honest here. I don't think. I don't. I don't think uh, trash cans being like harder, daddy. I'm like what? <laughs> I don't think that's going to make people want to, like, throw their trash away more. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a bit, I'm a bit of a consumer myself, uh, as some would say. And I don't think this is the, I mean, it's funny to me. And I'm like, oh, let's keep doing it. It's like naming that boat, like Bodie McBoatface and stuff like that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, I don't think, I don't think this is a good, I, I don't think this will help. It'd be like, you know, I was just throwing this candy wrapper away, but now I'm kind of horny. So, uh, who would have, who would have, who would have thought it? Believe it or not, I'm not home. Uh, okay. Our last article, uh, is from the Gazette. Uh, Marjorie, 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 Taylor Green blames tampon shortage on transgender people. Uh, all right, here we go. We're, Representative Marjorie Taylor Green, Marjorie Taylor Green, blamed transgender people for the tampon shortage hitting the United States. Green said the shortage is probably because men are buying tampons and that tampons are being placed in men's restrooms. I'm telling you the truth, Green said during an appearance on Right Side Broadcasting Network. You can look it up. Look it up on the internet. Everything's true on the internet. Uh, the only time I would ever say look it up on the internet um, is. Uh, Random, like, movie trivia and bullshit like that. It's never for articles like, you know, transgender transgender women uh, are the reason why there's a tampon shortage because they keep sticking it up their butt. Uh, even I know that's wrong. Uh, like, you know how wrong you have to be for me to notice? Uh, the major tampon... The major tampon manufacturers... Per- Procter & Gamble, Edgewell, and Kimberly Clark have cited COVID-19-related limitations on employees' ability to work and travel, shipping and transportation bottlenecks, and difficulty sourcing raw materials for the tampon shortage that has hit the U.S. over the last several months. Cotton and rayon, key ingredients for the manufacturer of tampons, have been in high demand throughout the pandemic, which has also led to higher costs. Procter & Gamble, which manufactures Tampax products, the most popular tampon brand in the U.S., said the company has increased manufacturing at its main plant to operate around the clock to meet increased demand according to time. Green also alluded to other shortages plaguing the U.S. The Georgia congresswoman asked whether anyone has checked the warehouse at the border where all the baby formula is stocked. 
In reference to the baby formula shortage, the shortage is a result of both a recall of powdered formulas by Abbott Nutrition in February in a supply chain problem caused by COVID-19. Abbott Nutrition's plan in Sturgis, Michigan, where the recall has been ordered, became operational again on June 4th, nearly four months after a mandated closure. So, Marjorie Taylor Green. That's where we're calling you from now. And that's, that's her new canonical name on the show. Uh... How, how do you come to these conclusions? Like, how how does your dumb fucking brain come to the conclusion? Um, look, look, I'm all for, I'm all for the, I, I'm all call, for calling you by your pronouns and shit like that. But we're, we're going to, we're going to just get a little scientific here. So the penis havers, uh, any of the penis havers, I'll tell you here are not using tampons. They are, I don't know. I don't think, I don't think the, I'm going to make an educated guess here that any of the, all the penis havers aren't using tampons. Uh, it's going to be the vagina havers who are using these tampons because uh, they're still, they're still b- bleeding and shit like that. Um, I, I mean, you're, you're, you know, m- men, I'm a man. I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be telling a woman how fucking periods work. I'm not. I. I can't be the one telling women how this works. Okay. I've never had a period in my life. I have bled out my asshole, but that is a different story. I am not responsible enough or knowledgeable enough to be telling women about how their periods work. And now I am. I'm telling a woman how fucking periods work. Um, and starting with the fact that you have to have a vagina, you know, uh, vagina doesn't make you a woman, period doesn't make you a woman, having a baby doesn't make you a woman, what makes you annoying is, uh, what, what does matter, I don't know, but I don't think any of those are the answer, what makes you a woman, uh, sucking dick, that makes you a woman, except sometimes men do that, uh, sucking my dick makes you a woman. That's, that's, that's what I'll say. Uh, Margarine Taylor Green, uh, I'm not saying you should go to jail, but we should put you in a home. I think you're, you're already ready enough. We need to put you in a home. I think Margarine Taylor Green needs to be put in a home. I'm just saying. You all know that I'm built different, but I bet you are coming to me to learn how to be built different as well. The only way to be built different is to get yourself some supplements from today's sponsor, FNX Fitness. FNX Fitness is committed to creating innovative supplements of the highest quality that provide focus for a productive morning, energy to thrive all day, performance supplements to reach new goals, unique sleep and recovery formulas to support any sport, and healthy supplements to support an active lifestyle for years to come. I also really enjoy their clothing line that makes you look good while working out as well. Another thing I love about FNX Fitness is that with every purchase, they donate a gallon of water to a child in need. Start working out smarter, not harder. By using the link in our description today, you can save 15% on your purchase. So go save 15% on some of the best supplements out there when using the link in our description. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. When an enemy shoots at you, you pull out your Captain America shield. 
When Doc Ock attacks you on a bridge, you control the nanobots from your iron spider suit to control his arms. So why are you allowing all these websites to store your credit card information? The solution to that is today's sponsor, Privacy. Privacy is the first payment product that keeps your personal information private while being even more convenient than using a physical payment card online. Privacy empowers you to protect your physical card information. Each merchant you share your card information with puts you more at risk to hackers or data breaches. Why not use a privacy card instead? By creating a virtual card with privacy for each merchant you shop with, your physical card is safe and secure. Privacy cards can be paused or closed at any time, preventing any future transactions from being authorized. Privacy cards can also be single-use, meaning they close after just one authorized transaction. One of my favorite ways to use privacy is for any service with a free trial that requires a credit card to sign up. But wait, there's more. By using our link in the description, you can get $5 to spend anywhere. That's money that you get to use. So start paying the smart way with privacy. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. So I recently saw a meme, and the meme said this. I'm going to read it for you. Uh, Old school Disney flicks. Your family's dead, and now you gotta fight a villain. But new school Disney flicks, your family's alive, and now you gotta deal with their bullshit. So, why not, and I haven't done this in a while, (laughs) Uh, I haven't done a movie review in a while. Like, we've talked about movies I've seen, but I haven't talked about, uh, like, we haven't done a full movie review, and I think I haven't done it since, uh, in like six months. So it it had to have been Christmas, when we do our monthly on every month when every week we do a movie review of a Christmas movie. Uh, it's time for another movie review. We haven't done a movie review in a while. Uh, so I thought, why not uh, do another movie review? And uh, speaking of dealing with your family's bullshit, let's go. Let's talk about uh, Encanto, uh, specifically Bruno. We're going to be talking about Bruno today uh, in our in our episode of Cancel Shweezy. Uh, we're going to talk about Bruno uh, so, uh, initially I tried to, like, watch this movie, I think, what was it, I tried to watch it back in, like, uh, January, I think the whole month of January, uh, I was basically in between, like, health insurance or whatever, uh, and I had to, like, and I just couldn't get on any new medication without spending, like, hundreds of dollars, so I was off my meds, my antidepressants, uh, the one that also really helped me, like, focus on life in general, uh, help me like figure shit out. Uh, I was off those. I tried watching it then, and uh, I was not following along with the movie at all. Uh, how I even graduated college without getting on antidepressants until my senior year, and even then that was like me trying to figure out what works for me. Uh, it is incredible that I even followed along that because I could not follow uh, what was going on in that movie at all. So, just an idea. A lot of people, if you have ADHD or anxiety or depression. And you're like, oh, things are a lot better now that I'm taking these. I guess I don't have to take them anymore. Sh- stop with that thinking. It's not like fucking, uh, uh, was it? God damn it. Uh, like the medicines you take when you got like an infection or whatever. It's not like that. You, it, you have to continue to take it. The reason why you're feeling good on it is because it's working. That's why. Uh, so anyways, though, I got back on the meds and I was like, I need to, wa- I need to actually watch, uh, Encanto. Uh, but, uh, I just never did, and I kept watching other shit, and I was like, oh, maybe I should watch Encanto tonight, and I never did. Uh, I, you know, I heard, uh, we don't talk about Bruno, so I learned, so I always knew something about Bruno, I was new, we didn't talk about him, but I kept talking about him, 
but I also never watched the movie. Uh, so I was just talking a lot of shit about Bruno without really necessarily, you know, uh, knowing anything about the guy. It's just, I'm going to talk shit on Bruno, no, no. And there's that one, this one fucking meme. I would just show it on this. It's the, uh, I would show it, but I think I'm going to get copyright strike. And I don't want that. Uh, no, I don't want that. Uh, it was like this, this, uh, lung doctor or like throat doctors. Like, we don't talk about Bruno, no, no. We don't want you to clear your throat. Because apparently clearing your throat really strains your throat. Um... And someone who, you know, studied voice and I had to study all the fucking organs in there uh, knows, uh, yes, it can be harmful. However, if it's just like <clears throat> like that, you're going to be fine. Trust me. You're going to be a-okay. You're not going to have any problems. So uh, don't don't worry about that. I wish I could play that fucking. I don't want to get copyright strike. I want to show, like, clips. On the sh- I don't know how some of these reaction channels on YouTube get away with showing clips from the actual movie uh, without getting, like, copyright striked because i i tried one time and it was like strike got it and these were like hour and a half episodes and i like i don't have time to like edit them bounce them again do that shit it's just it just takes a while so i wish i could show more clips um of other shit but anyways though and that so you know obviously uh so i'm yeah i never never got to watch this and i've been talking shit about bruno a lot and i also know stephanie beatriz aka mommy rosa from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, uh, does the voice of Mirabelle, which is weird, which is weird when, when a mommy, you know, like a, a mommy woman, you know, you know, we know what we're talking about, mommies, uh, Bray Larson, mommy, um, uh, she's voicing, and Mirabelle is supposed to be, like, 15 years old in this movie, which is weird, um, it, it, there is something weird about, like, she's, like, 41 right now. Like, it's weird to have a, have a mommy be voicing a kid. Uh, anyways, though, I guess we're, we ought to look past that. Uh, because uh, I'm going to talk a lot more shit about Bruno. We're going to talk a lot of shit about Bruno. Uh, actually, I think I have nothing all good things to say uh, about Bruno. Let's fix my hair. Let's look this one part right here that's annoying me. Uh... And, uh, yeah, let's continue to, uh, yeah, let's get into it. This is my review, movie review. We're going to go through the movie of Encanto. Uh, if you haven't seen it, too fucking bad. Get a fucking Disney Plus account. That's, like, the cheapest streaming service with the best, best, best content to price ratio of streaming services right now. Uh, but anyways, though... Uh, let's, let's start, let's start with the movie, so, uh, the movie starts with this, uh, with this story from Abuela, or Grandma, I think I'm gonna go back and forth between the two, it's Abuela and Grandma, uh, they talk about this magic candle, uh, that gives their family magic superpowers, uh, and apparently it guided their family to their Encanto, uh, what is an Encanto, you may be asking, well, I'm here to tell you that, because I... Uh, Google translated it, and first I spelled it M-can, no, Encanto, and, uh, it, it came up the same both times, even when I spelled it right. It's charm in Spanish, so their Encanto is just their charm. I, I, maybe, maybe I'm just lost, it's maybe lost in translation, so they, they said the name of the movie in, like, the first five minutes of the movie, so, uh, 
no more surprises. Like the the Encanto isn't the surprise of like the of the movie. We're just gonna we're gonna continue on from here. Uh, so uh, we all know what Encanto is. Uh, we can all live happier lives. Uh, so uh, so with this candle, the logic of this magic candle. Uh, after, I guess, Abuela's husband died. Then they got, like, a house, like, a big-ass house, like, community house shit or whatever. Uh, and the house is sentient, too. They may have explained it, but I maybe didn't pay attention too well. So that that's a possibility that I didn't pay attention very well. Uh, so, so the house is sentient. Uh, there's a theory I have, but let's, let's continue. This magic candle uh, gives... Everyone in this family, a magic power. Um, I think we're going to go over most of the magic powers as we go through the movie. I don't have to explain it. The opening song explains everyone's powers. Uh, but I'm going to explain it as I continue on with this movie review. Um, so so Mirabelle uh, sings a song. Yeah, she sings a song about everyone's powers. Duetted with the sentient house floors. Um, I am not... That part is confusing, confuses the ever-loving shit out of me. Uh, I don't get it. I don't think I will get it. But uh, nevertheless, he persisted, and I have to continue uh, on with, uh, with with that too. Why is the house sentient? They never explain it to you. Um, anyways, though, so uh, the thing about this, uh, the family magical. It's with the family magical. Uh, shit like that. They, they definitely let you know, like, this is our family. This is our family last name. Uh, and, um, so we, first we go to, um, what is it? Uh, so basically uh, everyone's important. They're important to the entire town. So already I see a lot of similarities to the movie Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, uh, which, uh, the lesson of that movie, if you didn't know, I think we have a review somewhere, uh, in the channel that it, you're not useful uh, uh, your life isn't worth living unless you're useful to others. Like that's the, that's the general lesson we get from that movie. Uh, so yeah, so already, we're already off to a good start here. And I'm like, this is a toxic family. Like I just know straight up, like beginning with this, this is a toxic family. Uh, this family is toxic AF and, uh, yeah, there's going to be a lot, a lot of problems going on with this family. Right about the family magical. We're all toxic in the family, magical. Uh, so, but yeah, no, oh yeah. The reason why I say you're useless unless you have something. So I already know that is that when Mirabelle was five and was supposed to get her powers, the door that gave the door and the candle that gave her her powers uh, disappeared. Uh, it just disappeared, and she didn't get powers. But everyone else in the family gets powers except her. So fuck this. I would be like, when I got older, I'd be like, fuck this family. Uh, I'm out of here. That's a lot of shit. Uh, because now, to Abuela, Grandma, she she is now useless to her family. She is now useless. Everyone else in the family thinks she's useless. Uh, she is a waste of space in now their little society. She's now a waste of space. So that's a lot. That's a lot of therapy. That's a lot of years of therapy to undo. That's, that's it's going to take a lot of years of therapy to undo the, that toxic household she now lives in. Uh, I think we go through her parents are cool, though. It's just Abuela and the rest of the society who doesn't like her. That's, a, yeah, that's the problem. Um, so I guess plot continues in this movie, and uh, Mirabelle sees a bunch of tiles crack, uh, but then the cracks go away, and the magic candle 
uh, or whatever, the magic candle that uh, gives everyone their powers, almost went out. Uh, but when, you know, she sees that, she's like, okay, we got a fucking situation here. Uh, she went to go show it, and uh, it looks like the, it looks like the, uh, everyone sees it, and uh, the damage is all gone. And so everyone's like, Mirabel, shut the fuck up. Like, you're going fucking crazy. Uh, maybe your superpower is being out of your goddamn fucking mind. Maybe that's Mirabelle's powers, just being out of her mind. Uh, but then Mirabelle, like, sneaks out, tries to sneak over to the candle, the magic candle, that, uh, you know, after she was gaslit by everyone's use, she goes, she sneaks out of her bedroom, uh, goes to the magic candle, and she, uh, she hears her, uh, abuela, uh, talk about how things are, she's going down and she needs help, uh, to be, to fix the, to, to fix the family, save the house, save the magic candle. She's like, ah, so Abuela knew all along something bad was about to happen to their magic powers. Uh, but instead of being like, maybe we should do something, she decided to gaslight Mirabelle. Abuela, Abuela is a bad person, okay? Uh, I think I was supposed to, that's a spoiler alert for the rest of the movie, but, uh, Abuela is a horrible human being. Uh, and is a bad person. So don't trust her. Don't trust anything she says because Abuela is a bad person. Uh, and we'll continue to see how much of a bad fucking person she is. Um, so that means, but Mirabelle, uh, being young, naive, decides that and not, and she's not old enough to be petty yet. Uh, she hasn't been through enough shit to be petty yet. She's only 15. She hasn't, like, once you turn, like, if that's, like, your lifestyle, by the time you get into your 20s, you're, like, a pretty fucking uh, jaded human being. So, anyways, though, she tries to save everything because it's a fucking Disney. It's a Disney movie, folks. I don't know. <laughs> They're not gonna be. They're not gonna make someone like me and put me in a Disney movie. Uh, so she goes to uh, first. She goes to Louisa. Uh, Louisa's superpowers is she has super strength, uh, and she also looks like uh, every softball coach that has ever existed. Um, I'm sorry if you're a softball coach listening to it. Um, you're probably super strong, and uh, I'm not gonna fight you. So let's all be careful there. Um, uh, she's also has the ability to just move entire buildings, um, which I'm no scientist. Um, I, I don't claim to be a scientist, but I know how you move a building isn't just picking it up from the ground base. Uh, it, things are attached. There's load-bearing pillars to make sure things don't collapse. Uh, there's a lot of bullshit in her ability. She can move houses, uh, which later becomes a problem with the, the magic sentient house they live in that she was able to move entire buildings. And, uh, I don't think that's how buildings work. I'm not trying to claim. I know anything about architecture or science, but that's not how buildings work. Uh, she, she sings a song about her drip, 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 drip. That'll never stop. And when I hear, look at the drip. Um, I hear, uh, what outfit am I wearing? Uh, she was not talking about her outfit. Um, she was talking about, uh, I don't know, something about being stressed out about her, about having to do all this fucking work. And she's worried and she has to look strong, but she has a soft side. Like every, every large, strong person you see who's just naturally that like, big and shit, uh, they, uh, they do have a sensitive side and usually they're not the ones who want to fight everyone. Um... But then, you know, I guess, what was it? After, so she's thinking about her drip. She heard something. She did hear something about the magic going away. 
because Bruno had a vision about it, I guess. Bruno had the vision about it, and so that's why. Um, so, I guess Mirabelle goes to Bruno's tower, which uh, does not obey the laws of physics at all. It's huge, and sand is in there and stuff like that. So she goes into like his uh, future prediction room uh, where there's like a broken green glass thing, and it's something involving like... Uh, Mirabelle being the reason the, the family's powers are going away. Uh, and then Louisa loses her powers too, which I don't know how that, how that works because doesn't the candle provide the powers, but now Louisa doesn't have powers. They don't explain that in the movie. I'm just saying I'm here to explain all the plot holes in these fucking movies. Uh, so now, remember when all these bitches were like, we don't talk about Bruno, you know, they're like throughout the whole thing. Now they explain why they don't talk about Bruno. So here's the here's the contradiction what they're saying they say that we don't talk about bruno but then they sing a whole ass song about bruno so is is it like the idea is like we don't talk about him but we can sing about bruno or are they just hypocrites i'm not the one to decide that for you you're gonna have to be the ones to uh decide that uh, on your own uh so anyways they sing the song about bruno and so basically uh, the reason why they don't talk about Bruno is that uh, Bruno can predict the future. And so, uh, with Bruno's ability to predict the future, everyone hates him because of it. Because he's like, because now he's the one who's getting blamed for everyone else in the family's bad decisions. So, like, uh, the one that can, can, like, control the weather. Uh, she, she, gets, she doesn't like Bruno. She doesn't talk about Bruno. Uh, because it rained on her wedding day. Even though she controls the weather, uh, it's Bruno's fault. Like It's like everyone else is blaming Bruno for their specific problems. And therein lies the problem uh, with this toxic-ass fucking family, is that they say uh, Bruno is evil, but uh, Bruno uh, is just predicting uh, what these toxic-ass people are going to do in their life. Um so then I guess uh, everyone, so yeah, that's why everyone's pissed at him. So I guess Mirabelle is like, they see the prediction and her dad walks in and sees it. And like, we got to hide this. Uh, we can't know that you're the one the reason why everything's doing it. Uh, everything's bad's happening. And then Dolores with her big ass fucking ears overhears them. Uh, and then just decides to whisper, tell it to the whole family to make Mirabelle be a bitch. Like Dolores, like I think she, she obviously, I think she's old. I think Dolores is old enough. I do think she's the hottest one of all of them. But uh, we're gonna we're gonna pick them all, uh, and she's and she's old enough to get married. So I'm assuming she's a legal age. Uh, well, she's the hottest of all of them. But uh, anyways, though, uh, overhears it, and now everyone hates Mirabelle. But then Mirabelle sees a bunch of rats stealing this green glass with all the magic, the future predictions on it that Bruno makes, and a leads. Mirabelle, right to Bruno, uh, the guy that we're not talking about. Uh, apparently, the guy who predicts the future of his family's bad fucking decisions. Uh, uh, and then, so, Bruno, we find out, has been living inside the walls. And, uh, which, like, which is, like, one of my big fears. Of, like, you, you have a home, and then there's someone, like, living in between the walls or in, like, your crawl space above you or below you. And shit like that. And they come out at night, steal a little bit of food to survive. Like, that just creeps me out. Just the fact that, like, someone's there. Someone's around. Like, you know, and you sneeze and, like, and you just hope you don't hear someone say, God bless you. Or something like that. Like, you're like, I'm home alone right now. Uh, 
Uh, anyways, though, but Bruno's also out of his goddamn mind. He, he decided to live in the walls because he was banished from the family, or supposedly. Uh, but it was hard to get around the mountains, so he just stuck there and had rats steal food for him. Even though he's not the kid who talks to animals. Um, anyways, though, because he didn't benefit the family, he had he was exiled uh, and excommunicated or what you have you. Uh, but then Mirabelle, like... Uh, but I guess Bruno explains that the vision wasn't very clear about what's going on, so they have to... So Mirabelle gaslights Bruno into making, like, another prediction. That's what... That's what's going on. Uh, and then it does cut to a scene for a second uh, about like Mirabelle's parents be like, hey, Abuela, uh, quit being toxic to our daughter. We love her. Uh, and Abuela's like, no, because I'm a boomer and I'm a terrible person. Um, so then I guess, like, you know, we learn our, Mirabelle's parents are good people. And then, uh, was it, you know, uh, they go and do another, uh, Bruno's doing another prediction, which is a crazy fucking scene. Um, I don't know how that, how they even figured out he can do this shit. Uh, but they learn Mirabel has to squash her beef with, uh, Isabella, who is apparently the hot one of this group, which I don't know. I wasn't, well, not that they didn't do her. Uh, her powers are being beautiful, not hot, but she, her powers are being beautiful and she can make flowers, which I don't know. I don't know. Uh, and, oh, yeah, and Isabella's kind of a bitch, too. So, uh, so it turns out, like, at that dinner, Isabella was supposed to marry this one guy, but she accidentally punched him in the face with the flower. And so I guess they're not getting married now. Uh, but it turns out Isabella didn't want to marry that guy to begin with uh, and be set up like another family because um, this is a modern Disney movie. isn't an old-ass one. Uh, so eventually they sing a song about being friends and shit like that. Uh, Abuela decides she wants to start being a bitch to uh, Mirabelle. Uh, she finally cracks and said, uh, she's like, I'm never going to be good enough for you, like every teenager. Uh, and, and, she, and she even goes on, like, Abuela, you don't like anyone in this family unless they do whatever you want to do. And that's when we figure out Abuela is the villain of this story, which you can kind of tell. Every boomer is, like, the problem with most things. Um, and then the house just fucking collapses and collapses in on itself. Just fucking be like, uh, I think Mirabelle, I, I kind of think Mirabelle's powers are the house. Like, she can control this house. Like, I think that's her powers, but uh, there's a lot of other conspiracy theories that we could be going to uh, in regards to figuring this shit out. Um, and so now, and then, uh, because her Abuela's boomer abuse, like, just destroyed this house. Uh, but the house was still had some magic powers to save Maribel. That's why I think the house, like, this sentient house, I think, I think Maribel controls it. Uh... I don't know. I don't even know. I can't. I can't figure that out. So you know, Mirabelle runs away to the river, but our villain Abuela finds her. Uh, they have a heart to heart, and they show a flashback to her younger days. And Abuela's like, "I don't want you to live like shit like me, where my husband died, uh, and I had triplets, and it's and like she. Oh yeah, here's the problem I had. Like she knew she was having triplets, but they don't like establish electricity existing yet in this in this movie. Um, so, I know you can, like, you can usually tell if you're pregnant, you know, like, you're, you're not really having periods for a while, uh, it's usually a good sign, uh, you're late on your period, and that's, a, like, a worrisome thing, you know, uh, like, women have a period, and they're like, it's all bloody and gross, I'm not pregnant, so, uh, yeah, so, like, she, she knew she was having triplets, but I'm like, I don't know, how do you figure out, like, how do people figure out, like, they're having more than one kid, I mean, like, 
you could probably figure out the ends. Like I'm enormous, <laughs> uh, but uh, you know that's that's the plot of what I had in this movie. Um, they also sing a song about caterpillars. They go to a song about caterpillars, which is weird. I was watching with captions on this only way I know. I don't know if they don't. Uh, so, but then they also kind of allude to that the boy, her abuela's boy toy Pedro was the house. I, I just, I don't know. This, this fucking sentient house is annoying the shit out of me, and I just can't figure out what's going on. Uh, but yeah, I guess Abuela admits she fucked up, and uh, so I guess that's good. Um, so that's cool. I guess the, maybe the sentient house. I don't know. I, I'm still annoyed with the sentient fucking house thing. Uh, and I guess the whole family forgave Abuela, which is dumb. I, I, uh, and Abuela, everyone forgives Bruno, too. Uh, with a hug, not an apology. They just hug him. They they don't apologize, which is bullshit. They need to, they need to try to apologize. So, yeah, I guess now we're entering the end of this movie. Uh, it ends typical Disney fashion. Uh, they forgive Bruno, and they decide to rebuild the home with a new foundation, like a new representation of like this new idea for the family. Um, the funny part is, I didn't think all the villagers had superpowers either, but they all had the same superpower. Every Mexican has, and which is construction. They all know how to. They built this the construction, and they built like the thing in the fucking like they built the house in a day, which is a superpower. Which is the the I'm assuming this movie is in Mexico, uh, which is the amazing power of Mexicans is construction work. That's why you see so many of them do construction. Uh, <laughs> that's that's their powers. Uh, and then Mirabel opened like the magic door to welcome into the home. And is that did she get powers? Did she always have powers? Is her house, is her powers moving the house? Like, can someone explain that shit to me? What, what's going on with this sentient house? Can someone explain the sentient house to me? Like, and, you know, and so did Mirabelle get powers? Did she have the sentient house powers? I'm just so fucking annoyed with the sentient house. They don't explain it at all, or I didn't pay attention, or even if I was supposed to pay attention, they didn't do a good job re- assuring me that there's a reason why this house is sentient. They call it an Encanto, which is just charm, and it isn't Casa or something like that, house. Uh, I, I, can, can someone explain? Can we explain? Uh, apparently there's lore in fucking, uh, more lore in fucking Encanto than I fucking needed to know about. Not even, like, fan-made theories. It's just fucking, fucking shit. I don't know. Fuck, fuck the sentient house. I'm, okay, no more talking about the fucking sentient house. Let's let's talk about what was the lesson. What is the lesson of this movie? I why do I always, I always assume every movie has a lesson, and we have to talk about what is the lesson of of the movie Encanto. Uh, to me, it would seem that uh, our families, especially our elders, mothers, fathers, grandparents, they are the biggest villains in our lives, and. Uh, they give us the trauma, the vil our villains or antagonists, as some would say, uh, they give us trauma in our lives that we have to work through and conquer, and uh, it brings us to confrontation. So, Valjean, at last, we see each other plain. Monsieur le maire, you wear a different chain. Um, anyway, so... Um, Another lesson I learned, uh, it's a similar to Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, that, uh, you know, uh, you are a useless human being unless you benefit society. That's the lesson Rudolph taught us. Um, and uh, another lesson, I guess, don't, uh, which is involving Bruno, you know, the guy we're not talking about, 
who I've been talking shit about for a while now, is that don't excommunicate someone who has uh, future prediction powers just because you don't like the future of that. Uh, because at the, in the end, they just see the future as is, like what's going to happen. Like they just see that. That's all they see. You make personal decisions in your life, which dictates your future. So the, don't be blaming fucking Bruno. Don't be blaming Raven Simone if that's so Raven. Don't be blaming anyone else for your shitty problem. Blame yourself for your problems. Uh, blame yourself for your problems, except if you have an abuela who uh, thinks you're useless because you didn't get magic powers. That The magic house, magic candle didn't give you magic powers. Uh, if this was real life, I would tell you Mirabelle would be in therapy, uh, Mirabelle would be having to deal with her toxic-ass family, and uh, I believe the house, I believe everyone should get the worst thing to happen to them. I think uh, everything, I think the, this, these people are bad, except for Mirabelle's parents and Mirabelle. Like, those are the only good people in this entire family. Uh, Bruno's okay, too. Bruno was, Bruno was just like, Bruno, um, I don't know, maybe, maybe Bruno could have been a worse person, but, uh, Bruno is just, uh, Bruno's similar to Mirabelle. So, uh, lesson learned, uh, uh, did I like Encanto? It was a fun movie. Music was fun. It was a fun movie. Um, but, uh, yeah, it just, it's just toxic families. There's, we, there's probably other people who've like diagnosed this on YouTube who could give you a better clear answer, but, uh, yeah, toxic ass fucking family for sure. hundred percent. Yeah. Anything can be delivered to you these days. Beds, bananas, bricks, and even boxes of beans. But what about alcohol? Yes, even alcohol can be delivered to you thanks to today's sponsor, Drizzly. Drizzly gets all your favorite beer, seltzer, wine, whiskey, and much more delivered directly to your home. With their easy-to-use mobile app, we are getting one step closer to never leaving our homes. You know it's saying something when it is being praised as the Amazon for liquor. Drizzly is my go-to app for getting all the booze I need so I can do other things. So using our link in the description today, you can save $5 off your first purchase through Drizzly. Drizzly has proprietary ID verification technology that it provides to its retail partners that allow drivers to scan IDs for more than a barcode to make sure the purchaser is over 21 years old in the U.S. and of legal drinking age in Canada. Retailers on Drizzly may have a minimum order or delivery fee, so using our link in the description, get $5 off your first order with Drizzly. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. All right, so it's now time for Ask Shweezy. Ask Shweezy is the part of the show where I answer questions uh, found by the most interesting person of all, uh, you. You are the reason for the season, uh, for this segment of Cancel Shweezy. That is the, the season, and uh, you're the reason. So uh, let's just jump into it. I, we have some questions we have to answer today. So much to do, so much to see, so I guess we better just get, get let's go full throttle. As some would say, should I tell my girlfriend she poops a little almost every single time we have sex? <sighs> That's rough. Uh, so I've done some research and apparently positions like with like a lot of pressure on the abdomen at the same time as like a lot of ple a lot of pleasure. Your body is relaxed while also being pushed on. Great combo for a little bit of poo to come out. I want to tell her, but I think she'd be mortified. But IDK, if it's like she knows she's doing it. 
Uh, or maybe she doesn't realize. Maybe she's had to poop every single time she comes over or just held it. It makes no sense, but it happens sometimes in like positions with not a lot of pressure of the stomach abdomen. So IDK, my limited reading has said if it's regular, it could mean some sort of disorder. I'm also not sure if anything is happening to get near slash inside her vagina, and I don't want her to end up getting sick or an infection. I'm so sorry if this is gross, but I'm more concerned about her health than I am my comfort, truthfully. Buddy, you don't have to worry about grossing me out. Uh, the, the, let's see. Very rare thing. Like, eating eating is the weird thing that grosses me out. I, I watched, uh, I think it was a, a, a couple episodes. Maybe it was last season of The Boys. I just, I was like halfway through season two, and then I like stopped, and then I started watching, and uh, it was the, there's the, the ep- I don't know what episode it is, The Deep eats a live octopus, and it's like friends with it, and Homelander's like, eat it. You better eat it. And I literally almost threw up. Like, it was just, I don't know, that's gross to me. Um, anyway, so yeah, you don't have to worry about grossing me out. What's, let's see. Um, your girl, you tell your girlfriend she poops every time. Um, so, huh. So, is she, okay, so, a couple, you know, there's a couple situations here, so. Um, I mean, there's a couple of, uh, scenarios I'm not seeing here. I'm assuming, uh... This is, I, I'm assuming this is probably at, a uh, your place, I'm assuming, is where you're, uh, going to Bone Town, uh, considering you're, you're the only one who notices it, because I would assume if it was at her place, if she, if she's dropping dookies on, you know, if she's dropping dookies all over the, all over the, all over the sheets or whatever, uh, I mean, she'd be the one to clean it. Women typically are cleaner than men. Hopefully she's cleaner than you, buddy. Uh, and she'd have to notice a bunch of shit stains all over her sheets. So, like, considering that, so I'm assuming it's probably at your place and you're the one who notices she shits. Um, my girlfriend, uh, you didn't say how long you've been dating, so, um, could be a new thing. Uh, how, how I don't know how much you have sex, that's a good question. I mean, like, uh, can't imagine poop, like, and then you don't know, like, what kind of poop is coming out. It's just like, is it watery? Is it like a, a like, like a brick, you know, type of thing? Is it, is it smooth? Like uh, the viscosity of the poop is a good thing because if it's like diarrhea, um, there's a good chance she could like just be like nervous and like holding in her shit. Um, I would definitely never, I would never be able to hold in a shit to for S three X. Definitely never be able to do that. I'm just like trying to, you know, I'm trying to think here. Uh, yeah, it could be a medical issue, but it, here's the question, though. I mean, it's happening. Uh, no matter what I tell you, what could be wrong, it's happening. Uh, like, what position you are? Because you don't want to be like, hey, uh, you, you shit the bed. Uh, and then she's just going to feel really bad. Like, honestly, uh, her feelings are just going to get extremely hurt, and you're not going to know really how to how to deal with that shit, literally. Uh, so you don't really want to hurt her feelings, and you still kind of, and then she could be like, no, I'm not, I'm not shitting the bed. And then you have to prove it to her, and that's just going to be an argument in itself. Like, that's not worth the fight. Literally, really the only thing I can suggest for you in this situation that would actually, I would feel it actually uh, would work in regards to uh, figuring it out would be, uh, finally, I guess, I don't know if she's living with her parents or something where you can't have sex at her place, but... Uh, I think the situation is going to have to be you're going to have to have sex at her place and uh, you're going to have to uh, see if she gets poo-poo on her sheets because then she'll notice it. Um, 
But I guess you also have to be in a way to make sure it's, she doesn't think it's you shitting in the sheets. Um, well, I mean, if you're dating, if you've been dating for like, you know, like if you're up two years of dating and you're like, there's poops in the sheets. I'm like, it wasn't mine. It was yours. And I'm like, okay, let's figure it out. And then when she does it, you're like, ha ha, you're the pooper. Uh, so yeah, well, if, if, if it's if a problem she notices, she may need to go to a doctor, but I don't know. Typically with like poop pains and stuff like that, unless you just see blood in the stool, like you notice if there's like some sort of pain. So uh, yeah, best would be to figure out, create the situation where she notices that she keeps pooping, uh, during sex. Like, that's the only way you're going to have to make her figure out that she's doing it. Uh, you can't point it out to her. She's going to be the one. That's the only way you're going to be able to keep peace, uh, in the nine realms, as far as I'm aware. So, uh, good luck to you, buddy. Uh, we're all, uh, wishing the best for you. What would happen if you tried to order everything at once at McDonald's? Okay. So I worked at McDonald's for like three months, so I'm pretty much the expert in everything that goes on at McDonald's. Um, basically, I mean, like if you worked at McDonald's, one thing you know is that if they see a bus pull up or something like that, you know, a school bus, like sometimes they get off, they have a game, so they stop at McDonald's, shit like that after the game. Like when you're a kid, you can do that. Uh, so they kind of see the bus, and so they just start kind of preparing a lot of things at once because like you know mcdonald's has a good thing everything down to uh, a sort of a science in regards to how everything is displayed like the same burger patties you use to make a mcdouble or a single cheeseburger or in the happy meal is the same burger patty you get when uh, you would order a uh, same burger patty you would order with a big mac so like, those are the same quarter pounders you know it's like the same patty stuff like that they used to have like an angus burger so i don't think they have those anymore so i think the only burger patties they have is like the one eighth pound and then the quarter pound uh burgers so they have that you know chicken nuggets that's like the same with every meal uh mcchicken the chicken is weird because they had the grilled they had like that the chicken sandwich that everyone's fighting for you know uh, and then they also have like the uh, Mick chicken, which is all different chicken patties. So they make that, you know, any combination you need with that as well, you know. So they have that down to a science, and a lot of things are just different, like what toppings are on it and stuff like that. So they are pretty efficient. So, but uh, yeah, if you if you kind of intend to want to order everything on the menu at once, uh, they, I mean, obviously, uh, they would be very much enjoy if, uh, like it if you called in in advance to do so but if you do call in advance to do so like they will literally only make like half of what you need uh wait till you get there to pay and then pay it uh, if you do it right then and there uh you're you're gonna have to wait uh everyone in line is going to be very upset with you also to to let you know that as well so just be prepared with that um better to probably call in advance like hey i'm gonna be coming over asking for one of everything on the menu uh just want you to be heads up um even then, though, like, what they have during normal times, you know, uh, you know, a lot of things, like, uh, I mean, they make, I think, I think, what was it, like, eight, eight to ten of those thin patties all at once. That's how much they make, so, you know, it's not going to take forever. I mean, it's going to take, you're going to have a wait, but, uh, uh, yeah, it's going to be a little bit of time. They can do it. It's, McDonald's doesn't have as many options as, say, like, Sonic or Wendy's and uh, stuff like that, so... Um, yeah, I hope that clears everything up. They're just gonna, uh, they kind of have an organizational system over at McDonald's that you'd probably really like. So, uh, just go full throttle and, uh, uh, only call in advance. Just call in advance. That'd be the nice thing to do. Okay. Why is believing the Bible, Quran, whatever viewed as completely normal, but believing in ancient aliens is not? Um, I think the idea what you would say, though, with ancient aliens 
Uh, I mean, there's a couple things that you have to think about uh, why, you know, at least the Bible, Quran, any other religious texts are viewed a little bit more serious or, or more normal than, like, you know, ancient aliens, for a matter of fact. Uh, one thing I would say, uh, one of the big things is, like, metaphors versus facts. So, uh, with, uh, I know the Bible because I, I used to uh, live in the Christian bullshit. I, like, I'm going to say that, keep saying that because it pisses people off. So, uh, I used to, you know, I used to live in that world. Uh, one thing you have to do is Jesus spoke in parables. Uh, there's a lot of stories uh, that I would believe um, are, you know, just metaphors or like a story that's meant to have a lesson involved in it. It's not necessarily like the story is fact or whatever. The main issue is what do we learn from the story? How does this make us better people? How do we live a better life? That's the idea with the Bible is like uh, the, it was like, I can't remember the one story where uh, one guy, it was another guy, money. And then, you know, the, the guy he owes money to, he's like, oh, I'll forgive you. And then the guy who did owe money to the other guy, uh, someone else owed them money, and he wasn't as nice to him and shit like that. And then the other guy, was, I can't remember how the story fully goes, but then shit happens. But, uh, you know, that's a good lesson. You know, you should forgive people, you know, especially with debts and stuff like that, you know. Uh, and, you know, the, the way, it's not the wayward son, it's a, Whatever his son, you know, goes away with his inheritance, spends it all, but you still welcome back by the family. You know, you got to welcome back people, and sometimes life isn't fair. I don't know. You, you know, you have metaphors, and then you have facts. Like, there's there's evidence a man named Jesus lived, uh, you know, historical evidence of, like, the founding of Jerusalem, King David, uh, that lineage and stuff like that. So, you know, you have stuff like that. There's facts and there's metaphors, uh, you know. And, you know, with ancient aliens, you don't really... Um, you don't really have that, you know, facts. Like, you don't have, like, evidence of, you know, le legitimate evidence, you know, uh, of that. It's a more recent uh, belief system as well, you know. So it's hard to, you know, justify as, like, maybe the pyramids were all beacons and stuff like that. I was like, well, maybe. Like, do you have any, like, real historical evidence? Like, well, there's there's a pyramid here. Not Maybe people like triangles. I don't know. Uh, so that's one thing, you know, with ancient aliens, you know, you don't know. Uh, like a stuff like that. Historical evidence, you know, I think I was just getting ready to talk about that. Uh, historical evidence of, you know, King David, you, uh, a guy named Jesus, a guy named Paul, uh, Muhammad. Let's go to the other ones. Uh, Muhammad, you know, existing. So like that. We got like some historical evidence behind a lot of that. Uh, even if it's, even if you don't believe the Bible is 100% factual on that, there's a lot of historical evidence of stuff considering that the way it does, you know, even, even to a point where, uh, uh, a lot of people believe, like, the Earth was once completely flooded and stuff like that, you know. A lot of scientists can at least say something similar to that. Uh, so, uh, you know, there's not a lot of historical evidence for ancient aliens. It's, like, kind of this idea is, like, aliens were there, but uh, they're gone now, and we haven't seen them since, or they're here somewhere, you know. Uh, and then... Yeah, and I didn't mention already, but ancient aliens is more of like a new theory, and it dis and, and the big thing it discredits a lot of the accomplishments of our ancestors and stuff like that. Is that humans can't do anything? It's all uh, if it wasn't for aliens, our society would have just crumbled, like completely crumbled, uh, completely. You know, I'm not discrediting the idea that aliens existed or aliens did exist. You know, but at the same time, uh, it's just not as 
uh, probable evidence as, you know, something in regards to the Bible or Quran. Like, at least there's kind of evidence. At least a guy named Muhammad did exist. Uh, a, a guy named Jesus probably did exist. Uh, King David, King Saul, Solomon, you know, like there's some evidence that those people exist, but, you know, there was never any real evidence of ancient aliens. It's like a uh, hypothesis, more, not really uh, a reality in regards to stuff like that. That's um, kind of why uh, ancient aliens isn't really seen as, you know, as normal as, you know, something you would say like normal religion. Uh, and, you know, a lot of, you know, and there's probably, and also, you know, there's more people in uh, uh, Islam and Christianity and Judaism. Uh, and it's, that's why, and also, since there's more people, there's more of a community and seem more normal too. Uh, where ancient aliens is kind of getting a, uh, you know, getting stuff like, uh, getting a community too, but I, I don't know, like, it, it's hard to really get a lot more proof with ancient, it's, you know, it's, you can probably prove uh, the Bible is all factual a lot easier than you can probably prove ancient aliens as well. Uh, that, you know, and the Quran and stuff like that. Uh, hopefully, hopefully that answers, uh, that makes sense. If an incel suddenly gets a girlfriend, do they stop being an incel and start having a different view on women, etc.? Um, so that's, you know, which came first, the chicken or the egg. That's kind of the idea behind uh, the thought process there, which, you know, nothing wrong with thinking here. Uh, you know, not a lot of people think anymore. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Green or whatever her name is. <laughs> whatever her name is. Uh, so uh, necessarily, it was, uh, it was like the guy who created, uh, it's not 8chan, I think it was. Uh, he, you know, he was in like a big incel, then he got laid, then he got kicked out of the incels. Uh, when you're talking about like the incel community or shit like that, yeah, they're probably gonna, they're probably gonna kick you out of, uh, of the incels. Uh, they probably won't want to, a lot of the incels are virgins and then they're not going to really take kindly to the, uh, the gold star incels are not going to take kindly to your, these chads having sex, you know, having, having sex. Um, so necessarily I would say, uh, they get a girlfriend, will they stop being an incel? I think in technical terms, yes. Now, in regards of having different views on women, probably not. If they have bad views on women, uh, like that, all that incel knowledge and stuff like that you have, like, a lot of those views don't go away. Like, if, the if like, you know, hell freezes over and, you know, uh, they do get a girlfriend, like, and they, uh, a woman, like, is, uh, puts up with this shit, you know, like... Like, their views may change slowly over time, you know, if they, if their heart, you know, if their icy heart melts, then, of course, it will, you know, over time, it's going to, it's going to melt. But uh, for the most part, probably a lot of their viewpoints are probably not going to change because they've been living in this lifestyle for so long. Unless they have a big change of heart, then I can't really necessarily say that uh, their views on women, that's just a, just an awful human being, uh, awful a man who's very awful to women finally gets a girlfriend and uh because hell froze over and uh uh it's rough it's rough buddy why do people say losing weight is hard i have autism which comes with issues with my executive function having a hard time starting and sticking to plans having poor self-control etc and i've managed to lose almost 50 pounds in six months why do so many people struggle with it i'm not trying to brag about the weight although i am proud of myself i'm just confused do people just not try uh first of all i want to say congratulations on your weight loss uh weight loss is very hard and uh yeah, it's good that you stuck with it and you're 50 pounds down. That's like 10 pounds a month. That's pretty good. 
I'd say it's pretty good weight loss. Uh, I know like when you're like at the, when you start, like you can drop a lot of pounds at once. So, I mean, yeah, but still 50 pounds in six months is still really good. Um, what I'd say though, uh, you probably weren't like my 600 pound life. They're like, you, you lose 50 pounds one month. <laughs> Hello. How y'all doing? Uh, yeah. So the real idea of like why people talk about how like they have a hard time, uh, losing weight and like they can't lose like, well, I just can't seem to lose weight. Uh, the, the big thing with losing weight is, you know, like you think about your diet, you got to burn more calories than you consume. Uh, and then when you exercise and then you got to, you know, being active and, you know, exercising a lot more, uh, what that will do is help you burn more calories. That way you're burning more calories than you're consuming. So when you're doing that, that's how you lose weight. Uh, the problem is though, uh, Losing weight requires a lot, losing weight, you know, exercising, it requires a lot of discipline, you know. Uh, I went to school for music, and I, you know, having to, you know, when you have to practice something, even if it's a song or anything like that, you don't really like, but you have to practice it because you have to, you know, pass that stuff, you know. You have to have the discipline to be able to sit down and learn it, even though you don't want to. Uh, discipline, you can't, and the thing is, you can't teach discipline to someone. So, you know, like as much as I can, you could teach me so much about music to someone and they can learn as much as you can. You can teach them so much in regards to it. Uh, if they don't have discipline, there's only so far you can take with someone because, uh, you can't, you can't teach someone discipline. And that's, uh, one thing with weight loss is you have to have real discipline. That's why you see guys at the gym three hours a day, like even on days, they really don't want to be there. They're feeling a little sick. Uh, you know, back maybe a little sore. They just, you know, keep they their discipline is to go through. Uh, especially when you go into dieting. I mean, I've lost some weight. I need to lose some weight again. Uh, my mind, like I have to get disciplined and get back on eating right. The thing is, you know, there's a lot of days where you, you know, you really just want to eat like six thousand calories in a day, and uh, and that's the thing. Like you have to be like, no, I know I really just you know want to relax and stuff like that. You know, I'm like, you know, I don't want to drink, you know, I like to enjoy it. I like, I enjoy drinking, but sometimes, you know, when I, when I want to lose weight, I can't be, you know, you can't be drinking every day because it's just so many empty calories that you're putting back into your body. So sometimes you have to have uh, discipline in regards to that. It, it requires discipline. The reason why people are saying they have a hard time losing weight is because they have zero discipline. And this is like, yeah, not everyone can easily lose weight. Okay, you fat bitch. Uh, the reason why you don't is because you have zero discipline. It's like, well, I can't stop eating this whole pizza an entire day. And I'm like, well, that's why. Watch my 600 pound life. Watch why those people who's like, they don't stick to the diet. Why do they not stick to the diet? Because they have no discipline. Uh, the moment things are rough, like they just decide, it's like, you know what? I'm ordering two pizzas today. And like, you know, you can't just be doing that. Like, you have to have discipline. And like people, you know, I have friends who are doing musical projects and they're like, they're taking like decades to try to like finish things they're trying to accomplish in their life. And I'm like, I don't know why it's taking me so long. I just can't know. I don't know why. I'm like, you have no discipline. Like, what do you do after you get done with this in the day? You know, I just sit down and watch TV. No shit, you're not getting it done. You're not disciplined. Sometimes you have to do it even though you don't want to do it. That's what discipline's all about. So, yeah. So anyone coming at me in the comments being like, uh, losing weight isn't that hard. You should love your body the way it is. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying uh, when you're just like, oh, it's, losing weight isn't easy. I'm like, 
I mean, you're true right there, but you can, anyone can lose weight. I mean, sometimes a little bit harder for us, some people than others, but it, you can lose weight. It's no problem. It's, it's not, you just have to have discipline. Uh, don't be trying to like fight me in the comments being like, well, discipline, uh, doesn't have, I'm like, yeah, just, you get discipline, get disciplined. And then you can probably, uh, reach your life goals, the goals you want. Okay. That's, that's the rule. What is more painful, getting kicked in the balls or having a kidney stone? Uh, for me, it's stones. At least pain in balls can go away after a while, but stones, dot, dot, dot. It's like, are you trying to continue the sentence, bro? Um, okay. I've had both. I've had kidney stones. I probably, at this point, I've probably had more kidney stones than I've been punched and kicked in the balls. Uh, if you get kicked in the balls a lot uh, and you're not a cast member of Jackass, uh, you need to reevaluate your friends group. That's just a fact. Um, with the balls, though, it's like you get it, and then it just like slowly comes in, and you're like, oh. Kidney stones are the thing, though. Like passing the kidney stone, assuming the stone is a size it can be passed. Like once it's passed, it stings, but like you feel so much relief in your body. Uh, the worst part is that when it leaves something, at least some area gets into your bladder, that's when you start having really bad pains. That pain is awful. Um, you know, depending on the size of the stone, a lot of times ibuprofen can help with that. If it's a really bad one and you have to go to the hospital, those that those are rough. Uh, but, you know, I, I, you know, in my mind, you know, the uh, balls, balls hurt. Um, it's hard to determine, uh, you know, a standard kick to the balls. Um, some people like that though. Like sexually, they enjoy like getting their balls stomped on. I've seen those videos and they're pretty rough to watch. Uh, but, um, but yeah, but the kidney stones, there's not a sexual kink involved with kidney stones. Hopefully I don't think so. like no one's giving themselves kidney stones as like a sexual thing. You know, in my mind, you know, just giving the benefit of the doubt here, I'm going to say that kidney stones are more painful they getting kicked in the balls. Not in my logic behind it is that some men enjoy getting kicked in the balls. It's sexually arousing to them, but there isn't se anything sexually arousing to kidney stones. Like, so if anything, if it can be considered sexually arousing, then it's not necessarily pain. It's technically pleasure. So uh, I know not everyone enjoys getting kicked in the balls during sex, but uh, I'm here to tell you that... Uh, I think the kidney stones will be a little worse. So, yeah. How can I defeat a person who uses witchcraft? What the fuck you hear is this? Uh, they're going to use witchcraft against me. What am I going to do? Okay, here, here, buddy. Um, I'm going to make, I'm going to make an assumption. Uh, anyone using witchcraft uh, is, is probably not that ripped to begin with. I, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not doing strength training right now. But if someone's like, I'm going to, we're going to fight. And I'm like, okay. And then uh, they start trying to summon a spell. I would just go and punch them in the face. And uh, that, would how, that would be how I end that problem. I would give them a nice, swift punch in the face. And then uh, the day would be saved because they didn't use witchcraft. Um, if they heard you, let's... Um, cause witchcraft does, isn't real. Okay. I'm, I'm going to be the one because some people go, well, I'm a Wiccan and I'm like, shut the fuck up. Okay. You have like herbs in a pantry and you're going to do a spell. How many of those spells have actually worked? Tell me, tell me, tell me how many of those actual spells 
you've made with your or your potions, how many of those potions, how many spells have you cast that you've done have actually worked? Because I'm gonna be really surprised uh, if you can if if any of them have ever worked. Uh, and don't be like, well, it kind of worked. No, it has to it has to work. Okay, you can't just be bullshitting me here. But let's let's pretend we're in a world uh, where witchcraft is actually real. It's not some fairy tale bullshit. Um, what would you, how would you fight witchcraft? Um, it's a good question. If it's, I mean, cause like witchcraft is weird because if it's like, if it's uh Lord of the Rings and it's like Gandalf's using witchcraft, I'm like, I'm going to say this. If you have a sword, you could probably take down Gandalf. Gandalf is not that good. Let, let's be real here. I mean, and some of the Lord of the Rings fans are like, well, Gandalf is good. Let's listen here. If you've read the books, Gandalf got his apt ass whooped by Saruman. And then, and then the third and final book, uh, Saruman got his ass whooped by a bunch of hobbits. Now, I'm not saying that hobbits are super strong. They're tiny people. That Tiny people. Not super tiny, but they're pretty tiny. Uh, and Saruman got his ass kicked by them. Gandalf is one of the best wizards in the world, and he got his ass whooped by Saruman. Um, I'm pretty sure that if Saruman can defeat Gandalf, Frodo and Sam could have just taken down Gandalf, too. Like, that, that's funny. So if that's the witchcraft, uh, yeah, just... Do do the do the first thing I did. If it's like Harry Potter, uh, and that was the other two witchcrafts I know, uh, like magic I know, um, and then Harry Potter I would say because there is like a kind of an unspoken thing where uh, there was a Muggle versus Wizard war and the humans and the Muggles won and that's why the wizards are in hiding. You know, there's like that unspoken thing. Um, so honestly, um, even if you have a gun, like you're you're gonna be fine with witchcraft. Uh, oh yeah, there's a, like, Scarlet Witch or Doctor Strange. Um, yeah, you just gotta use math. That's what Peter Parker did. And he just gotta use math, and he's trapped over the Grand Canyon. So, yeah, I think those are, those are all my options. That's how I would do. Um, if you have anything better, let me know. I'll let you, yeah, come at me, bro. Anyways, though, that's how we're ending today's episode of Cancel Sweezy. Thank you so much for checking out uh, the Lord's trademark favorite podcast today. We're putting our whole schwussy into, we put it, our whole schwussy into today's episode of Cancel Sweezy. Uh, make sure you follow me on social media at The Sweezy. Go check out my music under Sweezy as well. Twitch.tv slash The Sweezy, where I play every Thursday. I think I'm getting ready to play some Fall Guys, which I'm really excited to play. Uh, if you, uh, have an Amazon Prime account, connect it to your Twitch account. That way you get a Twitch Prime, uh, and a financial way to support us without spending any extra money than you're already spending every month. Uh, you also have a Patreon page. We also have a Patreon page. Five, uh, no, we don't have any tiers right now. That's a great way to help, help us financially and a great way to say thank you for being a friend as well. Don't forget all the free shit. Uh, if you're listening or on YouTube right now, make sure you go check out our highlights where you can share with your friends and uh, help us infiltrate algorithms. We Make sure you like, leave us a comment on anything you're curious about and uh, something that we'd be able to do as well. And if you're on the audio-only platforms, make sure you leave us a review and a 5, 4, 3, 2, or 1 star rating. Uh, happy uh, Father's belated Father's Day. Uh, my dad's dead, and so I didn't have to celebrate this year. But uh, hopefully you guys had a good Father's Day. Let's always let's just end this like we always do. Honk if you love butt drugs. Stay awesome.
Hey, you just finished a full episode of Cancel Sweezy. Thank you so much. Wherever you are listening or watching this show, make sure you smash that subscribe button that we can get notified anytime we release new episodes. And uh, like I said before, honk vila butt drugs and uh, stay awesome.